Hello, 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 diary listeners. This is a sound check that I am going to use to lead us into our programming slash entry today. So let me listen. Coming at everyone a little bit late this week. This is Thursday. This is August the 17th of 2023, and we are calling this diary entry today. I am calling this diary entry today Coffee and Time. Because isn't there never enough? Welcome to the Apprenticeship Diaries, where raw meets refined. Let's be real, we're still working on refined. <laughs> what it took, what it takes, and the stories that are made. Join us as we learn from professionals about how their stories begin. Okay, diary listeners, everything sounds fine. I'm not going to try to run your ear off this this diary entry. I don't have much to say. I will say this much. I feel like I just went from zero to hero. I don't know. I don't. I, I think I'm addicted to coffee. <laughs> so just just to ramble for a second, I have been staying at my parents' house. I'm in a totally different time frame of working that I am used to. Uh, Essentially, I have to take care of their chickens. They have lots of chickens. We got 10 eggs today, just to let you know per day what can end up happening here on the farm. Uh, They also have quite the extensive garden. I've been putting up pictures. We got so much more yield. There's so many tomatoes, guys. I mean, August, right? So, I have, I've been inundated with ads for mushroom coffee and part of me just wants to drink this regularly because I really like hot beverages. I didn't really see it as a coffee substitute though. That was my first motivation was to do that. It's called Rise. I don't know who else is also being inundated with these, uh, these ads, but I'm like super into mushrooms. Like I've been taking care of my parents' farm and I can tell you guys this much that the only thing that I really want to really start growing and that I have interest in is mushrooms. I want to get some mushroom kits and I want to start uh, harvesting my own mushrooms. I, I super love them. As far as like having them powdered up and put into a tea, they're yummy. They're yummy, dude. Like I... I really, I mean, I don't know how anybody else feels, but I just really like the taste of them. So I've been wanting to try this tea for a while or this coffee, whatever. And I was like, I don't really think that this is going to substitute coffee for me, but let's give her a whirl. So last night I had my first taste of the, the quote unquote mushroom coffee and it was good. I was like, well, it doesn't taste like coffee. It definitely tastes like mushrooms. So Rise, uh, this is an impromptu review of your product. 
it looks really good. It's produced out in California. It's a little, um, the artwork looks very similar to Lush. The, uh, the Lush producers, uh, you know, the, the, the smelly soap, uh, you know, handmade soap and smells kind of place, which everybody geeks out about Lush, but it, it has like the same kind of branding, uh, part about it. Like, you know, like recyclable stuff, reuse me. I, look, I can get down. Um, but it's very like, it's very yogi, you know, holistic. I, again, very down for it. Um, but I woke up this morning, I had like a borderline headache, I was trying to push through I, I this headache that I had, and also I, I think I had a little bit of TMJ last night, like it totally like, my, my jaw is like killing me right now. Uh, something that I, I think I've mentioned on the podcast before, but this is something that I've been doing lately that I, I really can't sleep well without it. It's the strangest thing, guys, but I tape my mouth shut at night. <laughs> you know, I do all this talking on podcasts and, and in my daily life, and you'd think that that, I mean, would be enough for my mouth to stay open, but no. Uh, apparently, during the night, my mouth, like, completely, like, hangs open, and I start, I, I'm a mouth breather, and it was starting to really affect my my skin, and I, I was noticing some preemptive sagging of my skin, so I did a little uh, digging, and I had already known that it really wasn't good to breathe out of your mouth just by by growing up with somebody who um, was an athlete, my I was always told, you breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. Breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth. And so it, it, it struck me as bad that I was starting to breathe so much through my mouth. That's not, that's not the preferred way to breathe because you don't have the little microfiber filters that, that really help take a lot of those carcinogens out of the, the paradigm. So, and it, it like can cause over oxidization, which, um, you know, in some respects that's fine, but decay happens more with, with oxi- oxygen exposure and oxidation. Cause you know, like the second something comes out of the wrapper or whatever they, they say, you know, keep it refrigerated afterwards. All of that is like, you know, you're, you're, you're starting to decay, like you're aging at that point. So I've been taping my mouth shut and I don't know what kind of dreams that I was having last night. Uh, ever since I stopped smoking marijuana and, and just really trying to, I think, keep my stress levels down and, you know, have a more of a balance in certain ways. I've been sleeping very well. I've been having interesting dreams. I can't for the life of you, life of me, remember what they were. I know that at one point, Something scary happened because it arrested me out of my sleep. Like I felt like I heard like a loud bang, but everything around me when I woke up was still, including Rico, who was sleeping next to me. And if there was a loud bang, he would be the first to like get up. So I knew it was completely in my head in my dream. But for whatever reason, coupled with taping my mouth shut, 
And I guess whatever I was dreaming, I was clenching my jaw so unbelievably hard that this morning, all of my jawline muscles are just aching. So I have this headache. I have this jaw ache. I'm like, "Mm, I really want to like, you know, try this mushroom coffee. And (laughs) guys, I was, I was a mess. Like I had a consultation at 11 today. I, I barely made it through it. Like I was, it was, it was weird. I like, I had no tolerance. All I wanted to do was lay down and not like not. So I was like, screw it. I, I got a podcast to record. I have the day to do a lot of really awesome yard work over at the studio. Uh, I share a studio space with my dad it's their commercial building that I rent a spot out from him. And um, they're actually on vacation. They're hiking across America right now. So I thought a really nice thing to do would be to do some yard work for my father before he got back. Um, both of both of our birthdays are at the end of August. So I will actually have made my sixth, seventh year uh, coming up. Yeah, August 24th will be my birthday and then August 28th is my dad. So I thought what better than to make sure that as much as possible was taken care of for him. I, I want to go to this, the, I, I call it the salon because it's mostly a salon, um, and clean it up. You know, I want to vacuum and everything, but before I do that, which I, I can very easily do do once the outside's done. You only get a few really nice days. I want to do some yard work. So this whole like not being able to function thing was not gonna work. It was not gonna work. I was like, I love you mushroom coffee. I'm not at all regretful that I got you. I'm sure you're doing some amazing things for my body right now that I don't even know, but I need, I need my regular stuff. Like I, Too many radical changes all at once did not equivocate to a happy Amy. You know, and the other part of this is too, is that this is a very delinquent podcast as far as when you guys are getting it. My hope is that you took the nudge and you listened to the Reinventing the Tattoo podcast uh, live show to kind of get the 411 on what was going on and, uh, you know, kind of kind of uh, caught up to some things that I've done that maybe you didn't know and, and some informative stuff because during that interview, I learned about another podcast, Chats and Tats, um, or Tats and Chats, I'm sorry uh, if I got that wrong, Aaron. Um, but it's a really cool podcast. I, I've I've only listened to some excerpts of it, but it seems pretty cool. And I, I like conversational things like that um, between tattoo artists and their clients or tattoo artists and, you know, other tattoo artists. But it, it looks very legit and very streamlined and, and like a cool show. You know, and I, I also talked about the, the couple seminars that I'm going to be doing at the Paradise Tattoo Gathering. Um in October. It's October 12th to the 15th. I think I botched on the last podcast those 
those dates. So it's the 12th to the 15th. It's going to be in Jiminy Peak Mountain Resort. It's a ski lodge that will be shut, you know, like they're they're going to be open for us, but they're off season. So we're pretty much going to rain the mountain for the time. And uh, we've been gathering at Jiminy Peak for, I mean, since I've been going there, which was 2011. So it, it has had its stops and starts, but this is a great event and I can't say enough things. So I'm gearing up to do two seminars there. We're also fixing to have quite the collection of awesome people in our condo, which I'm excited for. Um, I regularly take two friends of mine, uh, Re- Rebecca and Nye, uh, their mother and daughter, and they're, they're not tattoo artists, but Rebecca is a, a heavy collector of tattoo work for me. Her daughter, Anaya, is a, a homeschool uh, kid who... I think for a time really wasn't, you know, she, I think because, well, if I can, if I can offer up some of their personal stuff without, you know, hopefully, uh, upsetting anyone, Rebecca's had a, a run of medical issues that have really made, uh, life for her a little more challenging than your average bear. And so because of that, Anaya's experience of life has been way different. She's had to confront way more in her experience than a lot of other people. And so it, it, it struck me at one point that part of me living this very eclectic and different life, it needed to ripple out for me. So Again, that's part of the the podcast motivation. That's part of, you know, doing these seminars was to give back and to um, keep keep legacy going. And you know, also part of it is if I if I see somebody who uh, you know has somebody like Anaya in their life who you know she's she's a different kind of kid. She's had to live differently. She's gonna be fifteen. Uh, in October, so it'll be right around her birthday. Um, she she's had to learn and grow in a much different way, and so I thought it would be a really good idea the first time that we went to Jiminy Peak for an event like this, for her to just see that you can be very weird and very successful all at the same time. That you don't have to worry about fitting a societal mold to be a successful person. In fact, it might actually be more beneficial for you to not fit the mold and just figure out how to carry yourself, how to function and how to implore certain, certain tools and, uh, consistent habits in the way that you are so that you can really, you know, keep up with the demands of the working world. But I wanted to kind of show that to uh, her and I thought it'd be a really nice, you know, every time that I meet with Rebecca, I know that tattooing is so healing in what it is, but I also feel like with people who have continual pain and continual uh, issues that are physical, for whatever reason, I know it for myself, that pain stops as soon as you're in the sphere of getting tattooed or being surrounded by that kind of energy. 
I think it's because it is so creative and it is so renewing and refreshing. And so they're going to be coming with me again. Uh, Anaya is really excited because she had such a fun time last time. I think she was a little, you know, apprehensive because there was going to be all these people that she had never met before. But what she found out is that, like I said, everybody is weird and in the best ways and, and we're all big nerds and you know, I think that she was really amazed to find out that the tattoo tattoo artists are actually really, really fun, very sweet people. And, um, and that we love, we love to play games and, you know, have, have fun conversations, do a lot of fun things, uh, to give you guys a, for instance, uh, after, after hours of the event in the tavern that was next door, they had a um, communal like uh, creative project where you know they put up a big uh, drawing pad and started off like a, a tattoo design, which everybody like took turns like drawing on. Like everybody got like a minute, minute and a half to just draw on it and then be done, and then it would switch up. So, you know, Nye was able to go over and, like, you know, draw on, on other people's drawings, and we all were doing it together. So it was a really cool collaborative effort where everybody just got to spit off of each other's, you know, fun expression. And everybody was drawing, everybody was sharing, everybody was connecting. So it's it's really cool on a... On all the levels, I think that most tattoo artists want a tattoo convention to be. You know, you always think that you're going to get to network at tattoo conventions. But what I always find is, for myself anyway, is that when I work these other conventions, unless I purposely make time to schedule some some jam sessions or reserve a day that I can just go and actually meet people I am just working 24-7. It is so bombarding. It is so much that you end up working a 12-hour day, and by the end of the day, you're just toast. And you, you don't even want to look at people, let alone network with other tattoo artists. And, and neither does anyone else because they're just spent, man. They're done. So, and for, and you know, for, for the amount of effort and energy, it, even if you make money, even if you win awards, a lot of the time it can just feel like unless you have regularly gone to the same show over and over again and you you know like a group of people that you regularly hang out with over and over again, it can just feel so sucking and draining, um, especially if what your aim is is to, you know, branch out and meet new people. So that's why paradise is so great because you got your regular people who always show up or who are dedicated to the show itself that are constant creatives that, that produce the show. I believe that as Gabe had said, Jake Meeks is joining him to help put on this event. So he'll probably be a regular face and person, uh, moving forward for these events. And he's an incredible tattoo artist. But, you know, this event, I think, especially for if you're a newer artist, really trying to get some awesome foundational networking in, um, skill, skill building, uh, it's, it's just phenomenal. So I can't say enough.
moving on, I'm having uh, two Nicoles. There's uh, Nicole DeRoy from uh, Rhode Island. She's been tattooing, I think, for like a year and a half, two years. Uh, really good traditional kind of style that she likes to uh, go off of. Uh, she's getting really clean, man. And then uh, Nicole Williams, she has uh, more of a an illustrative kind of style. Um, both of them have been tattooing now for a, a year plus. Uh, Nicole, maybe a little less than a year uh, as far as... Because uh, she, she, she just like really just started graduating from her apprenticeship. But man, so much artwork, so much artwork. It's hard... It's hard with her because you just she puts out so much art. You can tell that she is so passionate about it. So I, I know that she's going to geek out with this event. Um, she uh, is going to bring her husband, Joe, who, like Rico, is like super excited to be a creative person's husband. I think that he's really like enamored with this lifestyle, uh, much like Nye, you know, like watching people be different and weird and be able to put that into a very functional lifestyle that is other is going to take an adjustment, of course, to kind of wrap your brain around how other it is. But the people and and what you get to feel and experience from it, it it's just overwhelming and it's so awesome so I think he's pretty he's geeking out and I know that him and Rico are gonna bond um apparently he uh was an eagle scout and Rico is like my mountain man so they're gonna probably go and mountain out uh and go on some serious hikes and and be men together so that's fun. Um, and then, uh, let's see, let's see. Am I leaving any? Oh, my friend Jillian. I was leaving someone out. She is a, a, cl- a collector of mine as well, has been getting tattooed by me for a while. Uh, she also is dating a tattoo artist. Uh, he isn't coming. I had no idea that she was dating a tattoo artist. I feel kind of bad because I just invited her because she's all who I know, but... Um, she's an artist. She's an incredible, incredible artist, um, uh, for anybody that's interested. She's, um, it's, I think squid, squid creations, squid art creations. I want to make sure that I, I cite her Instagram correctly, but she is, uh, got such a cool squid hunter. I'm sorry. Squid hunter creations. I should have known that, but she has such amazing, uh, artwork and it's so fun and so beautiful the whimsy and um, playfulness of it and you know she does do a lot of nudes but I feel like the poses that she picks and the way it nothing is crude everything is very I feel like artful it's um it's it and it rec- and she recognizes all body types, all forms, um, poses, and uh, she really likes eyes, um, and and it's collagey too. I I recently just got one of her uh, one of her co- creations. I guess it's a collage you'd call it, but it's like painting collage. Um, 
and there's like a disco ball, like the little pixels of the disco ball along the side that kind of frames it. It's just gorgeous. She does amazing artwork. And, you know, since, since COVID, a lot of people didn't get out, you know, they haven't really met anybody or done anything fun. So I invited her to come because I thought, you know, she's so amazingly creative. She doesn't do her art for a living. She does it as a passion, which, you know, she might always do it for a passion. But I think that she has the kind of talent where she could really do her art as a living, uh, moving ahead and uh, just meeting other creatives, doing her artwork around them, just being in that kind of energy. I, th I just think that she'll she'll absolutely love it. And also, you know, she loves that kind of nature vibe. So being on a mountain, I think. I think everybody in this group is going to be super fun. I just sent out to everyone a connective group text, kind of giving a full itinerary. So we're all getting pumped for it. And, uh, you know, I, I expect that paradise is going to happen for years to come. Uh, hopefully I can, I can share this with more and more people. Um, you know, the tendency is, and for anybody like, you know, the, the, the people that we had coming to our condo from last time, uh, they didn't stay with us, but they hung out with us almost every single night. It was Ricardo, Bruno, um, Jason, uh, Jason Leeser, uh, they all they all came and did game nights with us and stuff like that. I I, I want to say that I'm sorry I didn't ask any of you if you wanted to shack up with us. Same thing with um, uh, Kier Franklin. Um, the the only reason being is is that I I want to bring as many people to this event that have never been or who would never know about it as possible. Um, you guys already know, and the traditional thing for us artists to do is always to shack up with each other and kind of like, you know, become these little art art units where we all travel together. And whilst I love that, and whilst I think that that makes it a hell of a lot easier uh, doing things, you know, that you want to do, like Jason, for example, he... He loves, he, he is such an amazing workhorse, man. Like he travels, he's met so many people. Um, if you get a chance, check out Jason Leeser's, uh, time with us. He had a, I think it was, it was either a two or a three part, uh, podcast that, that he submitted with us where, you know, he's met some people that I am like just drooling over and he's gone international I've told him, I was like, if you go international, I want to go. Like, I do want to go. Um, he's He just makes it happen, and he has incredible experiences. Each time he does, he meets the most incredible people. So, Jason, I still, I, I'm down, dude. Whatever you want to actually do that, I want to make that happen. But the reason why you didn't get invited to my condo this time was because I really, really wanted to bring in all of these different people who have never been before and and offer them uh, a, an opportunity to 
check this out and kind of have me as a as a buffer. So I hope you can appreciate that I was bringing the babies in and 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 giving them a little bit of safe haven so that they can go and kind of have, you know, a, a home base, but then also be able to meet a bunch of people. And I'm sure that everybody's going to meet the people that they might for a lifetime get together. And this, you know, it might click out anyway. We might all get together and just band together anyway and just become a unit of people who end up, you know, regularly meeting to do shows all the time. But we have a call list of people that we can we can contact if, say, we want to go somewhere or do something. We can be like, hey, you know, do you want do you want to go and and do this with me? Uh, so I think that's always good. And I'm very passionate about the next generation of tattoo artists. I don't know if that uh, rings at all with the uh, podcast theme or the fact that I'm I'm going to be very much so addressing how to be a tantalizing apprenticeship prospect at the convention and also my my dedication to help people with their consultations which is the the main seminar that I'm going to overly focus on making it awesome because I'm charging for this one it's the first speaking engagement and seminar that I've charged for so that's new for me and so I really want it to be something that is incredible so I've almost reached a half hour. Uh, like I said, I didn't want to overly talk y'all's ear off. I know this is a late podcast in the week. I, I really haven't had much going on, guys, as far as I've been, I've been tattooing. And I do have a very exciting tattoo that is coming tomorrow. Um, I've only gotten to explore this, this story uh, once before and it was just one character was Amalfia from uh, the last unicorn which she she was the last unicorn but uh, I'm, I'm doing a last unicorn piece tomorrow on a thigh and I'm super excited about it um, but I, I'm just I'm really just trying to get my head back in the game for you know taking on new clients I have so many people being like hey are you taking on new clients and I'm like uh I, yes, but I have to get past this very personal time right now. I, I'm so grateful that I have been available for my family because my parents really needed this trip. Um, it, it makes me a little sad a little bit that, that I have seen, not to the extent that they're seeing it, but I have... Just through tattoo conventions and stuff, I've been to Lake Tahoe. I've I've driven from Tahoe to, to uh, Vegas to Arizona. Like I I've I've seen all of these things. You know, just this year I went you know cross country to Nebraska. So I've seen those things. My parents really haven't seen a lot of these things, and you know they're gonna be seventy next year, and I I'm really excited that they're taking this trip together and they're seeing the country we have we have family out in Montana that they're they're visiting so that'll be awesome I'm really excited that they'll all be able to see each other and catch up um the family in Montana she you know 
she hasn't had anybody come out to visit her. So I'm really happy for her too. So it's really just been such a blessing to be able to offer this time for my family to go and to take care of, you know, my family's home, which has been interesting because I don't think that I have I've really taken in in a in a ref, a reflective way how utterly cool it is to have this kind of place in your family and what my parents have created together. It truly is wonderful and and the thing that I've noted too is that I I I think that I have felt very uh like you know like just I don't know, how am I how do I want to put this I feel sometimes like I've always felt like I'm I'm not enough for my family I know that's not a a a thing that's rare amongst children you know you're always feeling like you have to be more for your parents but as I walk around their house and I take note I have such a place in this family, you know, when I look around, there's not a lot of pictures of me, granted. Um, I did give my parents recently a picture of me and Rico for Christmas, but that one's not hanging up yet. I'm sure it will eventually find its way somewhere, but, you know, I really haven't had the kind of relationship yet where I you know, want to do the family picture thing. It just hasn't been me. So, you know, that was like the first picture that I've, I've given my parents of myself, my two cats and Rico. We were all laying down together and I, I did a little collage photo for them. But the only other picture of me that really is in this house is me as a baby. And then there's my brother and his family, but what I've noticed is mostly what is is seen from my brother's side is all the grandbabies. It's all the creations. So my brother's creations are everywhere. And then, again, like I said, as I walk around this house, all of my artwork is everywhere. My mom has put my artwork everywhere in our house. And I always, you know, I always focus on the things that I know I've given her that I know are not up, you know, like that, that ungrateful, you know, why, why didn't you put that one up? Like, where is that one? Where, what happened to that? And, you know, I get kind of bitter, like, because all of it isn't hanging up. But when I really, really look at it and I look at it from a point of like, how my family has, you know, come together. And when I really see it, what I realize is, is that I'm all in here, man. Like you can't go into a room really of my parents' house where you don't find something that I've put my mark on. Maybe the room I'm in the room I'm in has, it's a, it's an office space. It doesn't really have a lot of extra. There's two, like, 
there's like a grandma Moses painting that's very beautiful. It's not grandma Moses. It's 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 in the style. And then there's like a little there's like a little swan ditty in here, but it's really not decorated. It's more of like a work work area. Um, but that's this is like the only place that you don't really see me. But uh, as you guys are hearing, some creations are happening today here. But this this house, it, it's filled with our family. You know, it's it's kind of a an amazing an amazing thing to be able to sit here in a place where it's so full of my parents and so full of my family. And, uh, you know, it's weird because this was not my childhood home. This was a home that after I was fully grown, they built. And um, my mom basically bought land uh, before she had us. And uh, it was that land and our childhood home that she had bought and purchased. And by the way, by the, at the time, just so y'all know, I do believe that she bought our childhood home for $35,000. And I think she sold it or refinanced uh, at some point. And it was, or she looked at what its current worth is. And it was like 180,000, uh, maybe even more. So that's some, that's some serious return on an investment. <laughs> and, uh, this land she had had and decided to build on it. And the original plan was that she wasn't going to stay here, that her and my dad were just going to live here for a while avoid capital gains tax, which is a thing because they tax you on everything. Um, you don't get to build on land that you own and uh, actually sell a house and make money without having to be taxed on the money that you make. Um, <laughs> unless that you've lived in the place for uh, at least three years. So that was the plan. They were going to do that. And uh they decided to stay. And it's weird because, you know, my childhood home that has so many memories, but it's weird now because when I go there, it's not the home that I grew up in there. They've, they've renovated it. They've uh, done a lot to it. They're renting it. So it's, it's not the home that I, you know, I remember. And it has a bunch of energy in it that was not you know, just us. But this house now, it's so cool because it's, it's the combination of my youth, my parents, what my parents were able to actually create together through all of their exploits, all of their dreaming, the, the family business that I was a you know, I, I had growing up to, to watch, um, you know, I basically grew up in a salon and, uh, you know, what that has led to. And it's such a, such a cool thing to see everyone. And I feel just really blessed. Um, it's a little chaotic right now because I'm having to juggle a lot of things that are not typically my, 
my responsibility, but I can't tell you how cool it has been and how renewing and how just, uh, I don't know. It's just a lot of gratitude. So if you get the opportunity, I guess I'll conclude with this. Um, as much as it might be really hard pressed to make the time, I do recommend if ever you have the opportunity to help your family, uh, do something really cool for themselves and on the back end, get, get the chance to, uh, stay in the family home and look after everything for your family, do it. It's a, it's a really, it's a really cool thing. And, um, I just feel so grateful that I have this time and opportunity to, to let my parents travel cross country, see some really cool things. They've already sent a, a gaggle of photos that, that they've experienced. And, um, they've, they've seen a rodeo now and they they've stayed in these really cool little towns that have like old fashioned style saloons. It's, it's been cool. They, they've been having a blast and, uh, they've seen the Grand Canyon. They've seen Yellowstone. So I'm just so happy that they get to do that. And I'm really happy that I have had this long-standing time staying in their house, just kind of reconnecting with things that I, I don't really think that I fully appreciated before. Yeah. Have appreciation, everyone, and take the time that's necessary. Uh, with that said, I'm going to let you guys have the rest of your week. Be blessed, and um, I'm 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 really grateful for all of you as well. Uh, I apologize for the late entry, but I made it. I made it, and uh, now that I have some coffee in me, I think I'm going to be able to go and kick some some landscaping butt. <laughs> have a good week, listeners. Love you all. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can find The Apprenticeship Diaries on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Our IG is the underscore apprenticeship underscore diaries. If you would like to offer constructive criticism or an interview, drop us an email at theapprenticeshipdiaries at gmail.com. We We look look forward forward to hearing from from our listeners. listeners.